Welcome back, everyone. Episode 35, Friday, April 15th of Beast and Boy Sports Talk. And Mikel Bridges to be in jail, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, so to run you guys through what happened, Mikel Bridges um, got a technical foul. And after getting the technical foul, is screaming at every, basically anyone that oh, yeah. it will listen. Not even listen, but... And basically anyone around him he was screaming at, and then he gets he gets a double tack, so he gets thrown out. Um, the one thing I wanted to bring up real quick is this tweet that he put up. So just to preface it, he throws, he throws something at the ground, and then he throws his uh, mouthpiece, and it hits, I mean, to me, what looks like about a 15, 16-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah, dude. And this is the only thing I wanted to really point out about this. His tweet says, somebody get me in contact with the young lady. That's unacceptable. The phrase "that's unacceptable" yeah. makes it sound like you're not the one who did it. Like it makes it sound like, like you're he's talking to the third person. Like you gronk spiked your mouthpiece at a minor who's <laughs> trying to watch the Hawks win a playing yeah. game. Congrats, Hawks! Yeah, uh, thirty-two, one thirty-two to one hundred three. Um, do we say that's back-to-back years that they lost in the play-in? Uh, did they go in the? Was it? I don't think they. I think they had a dog dude. Do you see MJ sitting there? They kept zooming in on Michael Jordan. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, they see crazy. the whole thing. He bought him. Uh, 2006. Mm-hmm. Last time they won a playoff game was 2002 when he was playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is, it was one of his last years. Which is insane. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Hornets are going to be good next year. I think they're they're just a such a young. They're, team. they're a year out. Yeah, they're very. It's like it's like it shows like well once the they're, pieces come and Lamelo once he starts playing more consistent because it's just hard your first two years and. Yeah, and I know that he has a real flashy play style, but this sounds like a weird thing to say, but I'd like for them to be not less flashy, but like a less media-dominant team. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, going, what is it, 43 and 39 is cool, but they sure celebrate a lot, they sure taunt a lot, they sure flex a lot for a team that's barely above 500, that's a 10 seed, that's going back to sit on the couch. Yeah. I mean, they are, the, all the teams below them in the East are so much weaker than what they are, so... Yeah. And Hawks now play Cavs, but yeah. I don't even believe in the Hawks. Like, despite me betting on the Hawks during the season, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I like the Cavs. I like the Cavs. Yeah, it's it just like it, way more complete of a team. It's just For like sure. the Hawks are kind of like the Blazers. Like the past couple of years, where it's like we live and die on the three point line. If if we can't shoot or free throws, like mm-hmm. if we can't. Shoot our threes, we're gonna crumble. And Trey started the game like three for eleven or three for twelve. Yeah, Melo started the game three for eleven. I mean, yeah. it, it was a Rough. slow start. Yeah, sloppy. But I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. And then uh, who was it? Yeah, Kevin. Not uh, someone. Kevin and, uh, Hunter or Daniel Hunter. Oh, Kevin Herter. Yeah, Kevin Herter went yeah. off. Yeah, thirteen. But 13. he. But at halftime, he had. Yeah, 13. He, yeah. I think he, like, he, I don't think he played in the second. Like he played, <laughs> but. At halftime, his team was playing like trash, and he was the only one scoring. But it, it was a definitely interesting game, but not super competitive. In any no, sense. no. And then the other game of the night, my boy, still, I'll always root for him. CJ McCollum, dude. That, that's what they needed. The Pelicans won one thirteen to one hundred three versus San Antonio. They're gonna go now to play uh, the Clippers. Yep, but. Dude, CJ, man, it, it, they knew that veteran presence, the guy who's been in the playoffs, who showed up in big games. I remember. I watched them all. 32 points. He was, tw- I think he had tw- 27 and a half or something. Like, he just bowled out. Yeah. And three for five for three pointers, 12 for 23, like five for five on free yeah. throws, which is very important. Plus, minus, plus 16. Like, he's just, 
He was a ball. He was the team. Like, yeah, he, when he was on the court, they were being successful. It, it, it's always around that playoff time where CJ is just an Iron Man. Literally 39 points. Even throwing in seven assists is very impressive at someone who's not playing point guard. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he might have been in that lineup. Yeah, yeah. But it's a, it is a, it's Jackson a, Hayes and Valentine. It's a two center, two small forward shooting guard lineup. Yeah. So if, but, and then Jose Alvarado, I mean, if you can talk about a story, dude gets bumped up from the G League yeah. for on a t- on a ten days swinging contract, and then gets a real two year contract making real money, and then has had an impact on a team that might make the playoffs. Like, yeah, it, I mean, it's very impressive, and it cannot be overlooked. With how dis- dysfunctional this whole entire organization is, just the front. Let office alone Zion Williams. The whole like, that whole thing whole is so everything. weird. It's you yeah. don't even know who to believe in that whole thing. Is it Zion or is it the front? It's I blame, so I blame Zion, but I, I don't know. Anyway. It's so weird. Um, but I mean, like with Brandon Ingram, twenty-seven points as I mean, well. It's, like it's nothing outside of like super impressive. That is the only way yeah. I can describe it. it. Is super impressive. That that trade was so crucial for him. And like, yes, they didn't have a winning record. I no. mean, we're not talking about a <laughs> no. team that. I mean, they, they didn't even hit five hundred. I don't even think at all in the season. But mm-hmm. a team that was losing, that lost, and actually never played this year. The number one pick in Zion Williamson to be able to compete at that level, be able to beat the Spurs. When I don't. I don't give a crap who is on the Spurs. Greg it's, Popovich is the coach, and that's like Belichick. It is. Yeah, it's like there's always a chance, and they have young stars, and I mean it's it, it's very impressive. So oh yeah, it, it I mean good playing games, good playing games so far, and for sure. Um, yeah, it's just so interesting with the whole Zion thing. If I don't think he'll come back this year, but um, but it's just like these guys just play as a team and scrappy. Scrappy, and they just need that veteran presence who's kind of, he's been there. He's been there. He's been in these kind of big moments. And I don't think him. a single other person outside of B.I. Uh, oh, wait, Larry Nance Jr., he was in the finals, right? With LeBron. Yeah, but he was a bench <laughs> That's weird to say. He was a bench warmer, but. Um, yeah. Uh, moving on to the next game, I really want to talk about Pat Bev. <sighs> okay, okay. I really, <laughs> I didn't know how long we were going to hold this for, but Pat Bev. Oh, my gosh. So, Minnesota. Uh, Timberwolves beat the Clippers to advance into the playoffs. Patrick Beverly's old team, just for those of you. Yeah, who old team uh, beat them 104-109 in a great game. Great. So much story is what unfolded. I've never been a huge Pat Bev fan because he always talked trash to Lillard. I just like it, it just annoys me, but when it's, it's those guys where it's like, he's not playing you, he's like, that's funny. It's just like my old boss Matt, who's a like fan, he'd always say he's a player that you'd love to have on your team, but you hate when you're playing against. Oh my gosh, he's just like, if he was a, if he was a warrior, oh I I love it. Mm-hmm. But when he's against the Warriors and he's chirping at stuff, I'm like, someone yeah. hit him! Like someone. Um, <laughs> he's like he's like a goon in for like hockey, you know? Yeah. Like, he's like, I will get technicals. I'll do whatever. Like the whole thing with um, Marcus Morris. Yes. Uh, where like he 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 knew he had two. A, a technical, and he goes, all right, I'm going to make sure he gets fouled out. Just yeah. slapping him. I mean, the fact that Minnesota won this game when in with six minutes left in the second quarter, Carl, Carl Anthony Towns had four fouls. Four oh. fouls. He was playing so sloppy. The last one, there's like, there's no excuse. It wasn't that it wasn't called on him. It wasn't. It was more of like a, I mean, my uh, my brain goes to, You've been in the league for, what, let's say seven years on the light side, six, seven years. Yeah. There is no reason for you as a center to be smacking arms when you know you have three fouls. And you've played like 16 minutes. He played 24 <laughs> minutes the whole game due to foul trouble. But, I mean, to me, it was like, it was a, I don't want to, it sounds disrespectful, but it was a rookie mistake for a player who's not mm-hmm. even in their first half of their, like, yeah. he is very much 
a veteran getting into that point where you've been a starter for six years. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's unexcusable. But the fact that they were still able to win and then I mean, they celebrated like they just swept the okay. Warriors. Like, so what do you think about that? Are I think you it's like, pathetic. I think it's absolutely okay. pathetic. I so, think you didn't have a. I think you barely had a winning record. I think your star player played like a rookie, and I think that you celebrated like like what like. Oh my God! We got the seventh seed to get absolutely ran I, by who did we just say that they play by the Grizzlies? You're gonna you're gonna go four and one. You might win one game at home. That's my take. I think it's pathetic. Understandable. I there's parts where I was like, all right, but I don't know. As a sports fan, what I've come to a conclusion, I, it was like an opening because I'm a Blazer fan. Haven't yeah. seen us win a championship. It's just like there's these memories, and if they played it like it was a playoff game, and it's. One of the worst, like, the the sports fandom in Minnesota might be one of the worst things of all. Yeah. Like, if you're a like, fan of a Minnesota sports team, I'm so sorry because you've been through hell and back. Yeah. There's nothing good. Like, I think the last thing was, like, the Minneapolis Miracle, but you still got Kirk Cousins. Oh, so you, and you still didn't win a Super Bowl. It's it just, it, it's miserable. It's absolutely miserable. So that l- little hint of just winning, like, winning, it, it was just... I, I, you don't understand think there has to be levels to this shit. Like, so yeah, but there's there has to be levels. Like, I, I mean, I get I get the excitement, I get the competitive nature of playing in a playoff game. I get Pat Bev, especially playing against your old team. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I get every step of the way. But at some point, when they go into when they land in Memphis, Tennessee, and they lose two games, and they get on that plane back to Minneapolis, and then you lose another game. Well, like they're not gonna, they're not. They would be lucky to go win one game. And I'm saying it right now, they likely will get yeah. swept. It, I think they get swept. It's all about like the stories, man. Like it, that's what sports is all about. It's just these stories. Like St. Peter's, is, no matter the run, yeah. Because it, if, like, guess what, Doug Eddard, if that dude hopped on top of the scores table after winning <laughs> one game, I would have. Said oh, that would be so sick. That would be so sick. No, so, I, my opinion, I'm not, I don't want to argue, but I think my take is that you're taking away from what it actually is like to win something that matters. Well, to win something that has an impact on a team, a city, that has no impact well, on a team or a city. Well, you made a playoff For, for Minnesota, congrats. 100%. 100% for Minnesota. If it's Detroit, totally, because they haven't just won. When you're these franchises who just haven't, because it, it's one, one team that wins a goddamn thing. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's one team. So if you can't just be happy... For a moment. But it's a play-in game, dude. It's something that needs to be taken. It already is a joke. The thought of a play-in game to me is already yeah. comedy. It is a joke. I mean, in the we saw in the East, three of the four teams playing in the playoff game don't have a winning record. You should not be playing. That is ridiculous. I, you know what it gives me the vibes of when the Jags cheer when they win the coin toss. You ever seen that? Like when the oh. Jaguars, because they're so bad and they don't win, when they win oh, a coin yeah. toss, the crowd goes crazy because it might be the only highlight of that game. Yeah. That's the vibes it gives me. I, it gives me, uh, we're going to get swept, but at least we made it. I vibes. just, like, I, at the end day, I just come to a conclusion, you know, it's uh-huh. just like, it's just going to make those memories, whether or not they win or lose, it just, it, it, it made me some like, that's fun. You just got to have, they, it just show like, well, they had fun, but obviously they went to another extent, but them cheering, I'll be like, hey, Go ahead, just go ahead. But I draw the line when you hop on top of the <laughs> scores table. Like Jesus yeah. Christ, dude, get the, down. Honestly, what it wasn't hoping? even that for me. I think I think the point where I was like, all right, this is getting out of hand, was when um, Patrick Beverly was drinking a beer <laughs> in the press conference. He got like, fined for that and got fined for saying the f word like four times. Yeah. Now that's like okay, I, and I like I, I totally agree with you on the story side. Like yes, it's yeah. a big deal for an organization. Yes, but I, you have to draw a line somewhere. And I draw the line when Buddy's cracking a beer. Like to me, to me, if 
Steph Curry, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, if any of the top, like, let's say 14 players did that, people would go, what in the hell is Steph Curry drinking a beer after winning against a Clippers team that doesn't have their star player? Paul George played, like, what, 14 games this whole year. Like, this is not a, yeah. this is not anything to be, mm-hmm. that was, like, champagne. I was like, next yeah, thing dude, you know, he's going to be in the locker room. It was very I thought funny. It was funny. It was, it was funny, but it was, at the same time, I was like, you got to at least, at, at least I appreciate that they kind of have that human aspect where just, you got to enjoy it. You got to enjoy this win. Mm-hmm. Also, I just hate the Clippers. I just hate the LA team. Yeah. So it's like, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's built a story for Patrick Beverly because sure. I remember watching like the uh, JJ Reddick podcast where we were building something. We were like yeah. doing something. Then all of a sudden they're like, no, nope, we're getting two guys. Yeah. And it just hasn't been really panning out. Um, but a uh, I I guy I think we should talk about is Anthony Edwards. He's, he's, so young, he's been inconsistent. It's just when you're young, you, you're he's so talented. You're trying to find like he's, yeah, that he's proven why he was the number one pick. Yeah, something it, Zion hasn't done. Something I mean, something consistently in the NBA that people haven't done. He's proven, but he, two years in, like, so yeah. much talent, and he grew two inches in the off season. He was six three last yeah. year. He grew six five. So so did Lamelo because yeah. Lamelo got drafted at six seven and he's listed at six nine. It, it, it's because these guys are young. 18, 19. Yeah. He's, they're literally your age. So. I mean, it's something that it's, gives me hope to, you know, yeah. to grow, get a little taller. Yeah, <laughs> won't be six foot by the end of this year. Yep. I know. I mean, it, it's something that I wonder. I mean, not wonder. I think in the future we're going to start to see only in the NBA because the NFL or college football has different uh, rules and when you can enter the draft. I think we're actually going to see teams having these guys that are under 20 meeting with doctors to see if it's possible they continue to grow for good or for bad i mean there's not really bad growing in basketball unless we're unless they're aiming for someone that would play a small point guard but even that you, there's no benefit like there's no like if lamello yeah. can be six nine and play point and steph can be six two like why would you choose the six i mean um, yeah it's good it's, it's interesting mm-hmm. so um transition to a little kyrie irving perfect uh, ramadan game so yeah the next game cleveland lost to the brooklyn nets one hundred eight, one up, one fifteen. What do you think? Uh, now the Brooklyn Nets are going to go face the Celtics. Rumor seven has game it, series. Um, seven, it'll be yeah, seven. Yeah. I think it. No, I'm not, I'm not oh, saying. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it'll go seven. Um, I it's seven. I, I think Robert Williams might be coming back. They, they said there's a probable chance. He's the X factor. Yeah. I mean, I've been saying that for two years since they drafted him, and I know that they've always had this weird. They've had this. The Celtics. I mean, they sent him away and they brought him back, but they've had this weird Al Horford love. It's like. Like, not to be Colin Coward, but it's like the girlfriend they keep going back to. <laughs> it's like, you break up and one day she texts you and all of a sudden she's back. And I... You relate to that, uh, Yeah, and I... Uh, it's hard for me to wrap my head around it. Especially, I mean, last year we saw Robert Williams. I think he was playing about 14 to 18 minutes a game. I mean, I could be completely mistaken. But his, his development, I mean, I know he's not up for most improved player, mainly because he's not putting up big numbers, but... Having him on the court and not having him on the court is the difference between, in my opinion, between Brooklyn winning this series four to two and making it look easy and having people go, okay, why the hell are they the seventh seed? Mm-hmm. And the difference between them making forcing a seven game series that to me is a coin flip. This is, what do you feel? This is my take. With with or without Robert Williams, Celtics are winning in six. Okay. I think they even okay. take one in Brooklyn. Huh? Okay. If it takes Brooklyn a Kyrie game to go and Unstoppable, literally going 100% at halftime. 13 for 13. And, yeah, that was and Cleveland shooting 36%, 34% from field goal. From three. And only losing by six. That's actually not a bad shooting spread, though. You're looking at it wrong. It's 34%. Oh, uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, 34. 
Yeah. So 40... Off game, though, for sure. Yeah. It's just like... Well, <laughs> it, it takes a perfect game. Yeah. Uh, it, it just... It's that t- point where I'm like... I guess my worry... And even without Robert Williams out, uh-huh. they... Like, Celtics been playing complete basketball. Just, like, team of so, complete basketball. What did they finish at? They finished at the two seed? Yeah. So they went from the 11 to the two seed. After in thir- Christmas. After Christmas. But in 37 days, they were the they were one game behind jumping up to 10. And in th- I think it was 37 or 38 days. They literally jumped from the 11 to the two. Yeah. I mean, we just watched Brooklyn win, like, six or seven straight to end the season and jump from 11 to seven, which to me was impressive. Smaller gap. Yeah. Smaller games played and that. But, I mean, literally, they went, okay, and yeah. then not having Robert Williams, though, it worries me because, A, I mean, I, I think that it's not even controversial at this point. No one in the world can guard Kevin Durant. I mean, no. No yeah. one can. You, gotta, you can try to stop him. You can size someone up that's a similar size. But he's going to shoot 50%, and he's going to drop between 24 and 32 points. I mean, yeah. I think that's a fair statement. But it's, I think having Robert Williams add something yeah. to the equation where if he's dri- if Tatum's guarding him and he's driving into the key or into up top, you can throw Robert Williams, which is funny because I don't think Robert Williams is very tall. I mean, I, let's just look real quick. He's 6'9", so yeah. KD's taller than him. And I think that Tatum is like 6'10". So they're, mm-hmm. they're, but I'm saying that having both of those guys, Tatum's 6'8", 6'8", and 6'9", so they both yeah. can guard him. And then I go to Jalen Brown, who can I mean, match up at least with Kai. Kyrie's someone else so that no one can guard them. But it goes both ways. I don't see Jason... I don't see... Kyrie Irving switching on Jason Tatum and having any luck guarding yeah. Tatum. I don't see Jalen Brown struggling in ISO situations against Kyrie. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm not no saying anything like that. But it's just great. They've been playing such great team basketball. We're like, I feel like they all kind of clicking now. We're like, yeah. okay, this is how we we're supposed to play to win, to yeah. actually win. And if it's just going to take two, I mean, granted, Kevin, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie are when when together is like two of the top five players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's just what the supporting cast? I, mean, I would argue that, but you, you basketball's too hard. Yeah, it's you keep isoing, keep iso- like like screening, screening, get to like Bruce Brown or something, Seth Curry, yeah. and just drive. It just it makes it so hard. I mean, even the argument of two of five though is so hard because I heard Joel Embiid the other day mm-hmm. when JJ Reddick said him and KD two of the best three. Mm-hmm. But I mean that uh, Joel gave the example of naming four guys, and he goes, "Okay, so Joel, KD, Kyrie, Steph, Giannis." Joker, mm-hmm. how do you like? How do you how do you take those six and try to rank? It's it's impossible no, yeah. to me, mainly because of position, because of what you do. Yeah, just everyone is so different. Skill base. I don't. I think skill base. I don't think it's. I think it's totally anyone can argue, but yeah. I don't think it's even fair to say that they're not two of the top six, like at all. Yeah, I mean, they're when healthy and when act like just able to play. Like, dude, it's just ridiculous. It's just it's just not built for the team. Team all around him. Yeah, and Seth Curry is. I think that was a good trade for him, but he was Real. doing a lot of run, running. He was running around. I mean, I think part of that is he hasn't clicked in. Um, fun fact: where uh, I think um, some of us are forgetting, there's this dude named Ben Simmons who uh, yeah. apparently might be able to come back game four. Which, I would. I mean, no, sorry, I don't mean to cut you yeah, off. Yeah. My prediction is he doesn't play this. What do you? What's your take? I don't know. I. I, I got I got caught up in the Instagram story. Let me be honest. I did get caught up. I go, oh, dude, the reaction might. It's not like I'm a Ben Simmons fan. And then all of a sudden, there's reports coming out that the Nets players are tired of him already. He hasn't even played a game. Which yeah. It, I think that they're tired of him 
Mil- not, I don't want to say milking if he's genuinely injured he's genuinely injured but dude could have like literally could have had ACL surgery they could have fixed it and broken like he hasn't played in a year back injury yeah. I mean it's I know like but I'm saying like Michael Porter Jr. who's someone who has chronic back problems he just had his third back surgery he fell in the draft because of it but he's going to be back I mean he's someone that MPJ's missed less time he's getting a third back surgery for chronic pain it makes no logical sense to me of why we're not okay, but why it's been acceptable for him to sit out for a year. He's suing an old team. He had his phone in his pocket. I mean, to me, I don't want to hate on him. I don't want to really say anything. Mm-hmm. Once the dude's on the court, I'm going to evaluate his play, and I'm going to yeah. everything else. To me, I'm going to block out. Because like James Hart, you got he yeah. ate his way out of the Rockets and he kept throwing balls at players. Like like he did. Like players are nowadays are just going to do whatever they can yep. to get out of the situation. Of the situation yeah. Now he's in this place, and it's just so weird to me how it's like. Well, he's injured still. Yeah. It's like, well, what happened? What happened? So, in, correct me if I'm wrong. NBA does not have, and so the NFL has a. Uh, I'm blanking on the word. You have to pass a health test. Physical. Like, physical. Sorry, yeah. that's what I was. Like. You just pass a physical. The NBA does not have that. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's something. I mean, I don't want to play commissioner here, but it's something that I would love to give to. I mean, no, no one's going to listen. Like, no NBA commissioner. Listen, but I would love for them yeah. to at least discuss the idea because we saw teams earlier this year trade injured players. Trade James players. Yes. Zammy, dude. Zammy. Well, no, but I don't mean that. I mean, like, um, I'm blanking on who, but there was a team earlier who traded a guy who, Uber. yes, Uber. who was not going to come back there. There was another team who traded a guy with a torn Achilles. It's for contract purposes. But I would love for the NBA commissioners to step in and be like, you have two options when someone's hurt. You keep them or you cut them. You cut them, you pay their salary. You keep them, you're paying what your guaranteed money yeah. is. I think trading someone and making someone else eat the cap so you can yeah. pay someone, it's, to me, it's, it's like, like sleazy. I don't Clint, like it. Clint, Chris Levert, he didn't even. He also actually played this game. Yes. Um, where where was he? Karis, he played yeah, forty. Karis, yeah, forty minutes, twelve points. I mean, did not shoot very great. It, the whole team didn't shoot great, really. Except seven for, and seven and three steals. Though on top of that, justifies yeah. a little bit. But he played hard. It, that whole Cavs team plays hard. But he didn't even know he had a pro- heart. It was like heart or something. Probably. Yeah. Until he got traded from like to the Pacers. No, right. no, from to the Cavs. From the, yeah, yeah. From the Pacers. Ah, uh, no, no. From it was, it was from the Nets. No, to, to the Pacers. No, it wasn't. It went, he went from Brooklyn to Indianapolis to in to look up Karis Levert trade. Yeah. He he was he was on Indianapolis. I played with him on two K. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, he he was there, and then he got he got traded from. So, so he was from the Nets, Nets and then crazy. Pacers back to the Nets. What and then back to the Pacers? Oh, it was a three way trade. Okay, so they, yeah. I think that they just it, he didn't actually. Yeah, like, I remember. Play. I think he just jumped around. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it was it was one year where they're like, "Well, dude, you actually have like a heart problem or something." Yeah. He goes, "What?" Um, so anyway, but it, it yeah, it, like like there got to be a rule where it's like you can't just trade injured players like that. Just can't you can't work like that, you know? Um, you want to make some eight seed predictions and jump into yeah to some rounds just to yeah. So Cavs versus um versus the who is it? Why am I at, like, Hawks, Hawks. I think Cavs are just well, way better, well-rounded team. It just, there's nothing even to say about that. Unless, like, um, Trey Young just gets, like, 30 fouls. Uh, uh, to me, the Hawks are too much of a live-and-die on the three-pointer team. So, mm-hmm. I think if they go out there and Trey's on his game and Clint starts getting boards and Hunter and... I, mean, I think I think it's very, very possible that... I mean, they shoot the lights out, and we see them up 12 at half, and, you know, they kind of yeah. carry a lead on in. Cavs are definitely the more all-well-rounded team, like where I could see them having an off night and still winning. Yeah. 
But, yeah, I mean, it, it's really hard for me to put a finger on it and say, here's who's going to win and here's not. But I, 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 I'm going to ride Hawks. I think that Trey pops off, drops 35, and I think the Hawks win. Understandable. It just, I'm not confident. I'm yeah. just, it's a, quite the coin flip in that situation. <laughs> yeah, and then um, next game is the Clippers versus the uh, Pelicans. I don't know why, but I feel underdogs with CJ, man. I, I really... Yes, Pelicans are right now plus four. Uh-huh. Uh, Hawks are minus two, just so, just for previous yeah. game. Uh, I am going to say... Yeah, I like Pelicans. I really do. I don't know if I like the four, but I, or I'm not saying... I, I, think I, I think I like the four less than yeah. them straight out. I think if they lose, I think it's a very, very close game. They fight till the end. I mean, I think this is a... Like a, I think this team is a team that no matter what happens in basketball, you better be scared for what they do. Whether it be LeBron goes there with his yeah. son who's going to be undrafted because he's not that good. Or whether it be they just build what they have there. I think that the future is super bright. It, it sounds weird to say, but it reminds me of like a Bengals. Mm-hmm. You know, it's weird because it's the same yeah, state. They play, They're both play, play hard. Ohio, but play hard, young talent. They have the cap space. They have the coaching staff. They have people that want to be there. Yeah, like I remember a few years ago, it was like Kevin Love did not want to be there. Like I mean, he, I think he. I remember the coach thing where you like. Yes, I think that he. If it, I mean, I'm not. I correct me if I'm wrong. If you remember this, he said in an interview a while ago that there was a point where he just did not want to play there, where he yeah. was sitting out games strictly because he did not want to be there. That is not the case. No, like, he is a role player on that team now, but that is not the case in any way. Oh, no, they got big. Sh- yeah, a lot of. Sh- Huge guys like Laurie Markkinen. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just Between him, Jared Allen, looks like he's 47. People forget the dude's, like, in his fourth year. Yeah. Like, he is a very young guy. He's bounced around a couple times. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Evan Mobley, like, probably my favorite uh, young, young guy, for sure. Not, and I don't mean, like, the under 25. I mean, like, last two years. Like, he is one of my favorites. Mainly because I loved watching him at USC. I love watching his brother play. I think his brother's going to be a sleeper. I think they're projecting him late first to early second. Mm-hmm. I think that's someone, someone else. I mean, he's a little smaller. He plays a little bit more of the power forward. I think he's, like, six, not a lot smaller. I think he's 6'10 instead of 7'1". Yeah. But super impactful. So I think someone that could fall under the radar. I'm just a big fan of the team. Just really, I just want to feel, I've enjoyed watching them. Yeah, like, yeah, Cavs, fun, fun team. Um, yeah, I think they're going to win, though. They did fall from the two to the eight seed. Yeah, well, that whole East is so... It's so stacked. Stacked. When team, I mean... Where, with Jer- they didn't play, they haven't been playing great without Jared Allen, but... Them and the Bulls, though, we saw them go basically go from two and three and even one and three at one point, yeah. falling all the way down Bulls to six and eight. Bulls but, can't be a good team. Cannot be. Yeah, same thing. The Bulls had the same problem, though. When Alex Crusoe went out, it, the, the rotations became and weird. Lonzo was out. Lonzo was out for a very big period. Again, those two teams, Bulls yeah. and Cavs, like, do Injuries. not forget about them when, when next season rolls around. I mean, I know it's a while out and we're not even touching playoffs, but, like, that is the future of the NBA. Those yeah. are two teams that you will see in the Eastern playoff, I would think, for about four or five years. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then... Should we jump into some series predictions? Yeah, so... Uh, so then, yeah, let's go to the West, first and eight. So I think we both got Pels. Uh, Pelicans. So Suns versus Pelicans is going to be like Suns. Call me a janitor because get your brew. Yeah, out. that's going to be It's Suns. a four-game series. Call it a swing. I, I seriously think these Suns teams are – this Suns team is freaking legit this year. Yep. Um, I next, could not agree more. Yeah. Um, next game, uh, Dallas Mavericks, who – 
Uh, Sorry to say, you were saying four games in that too. I just want to. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Sweet, sweet. I, I just wanted to. Oh confirm. yeah. Um, Next so, is Dallas Mavericks versus the Jazz, fourth and fifth seed. Report- but those are always the best matchups. Yes, yeah. great. Just did you settle on the same record? He you typically had. Yeah, I, I mean those are. And then reports um, came out that Luka Doncic he played the last game and sprained his calf. Made me really mad. I know that he. I don't mean to sound to say this in a weird way. He's not an American basketball player. He's not a part of this. Let's sit out every day. My Mm-mm. my shoulder is sore. I need my head hurt. Like he is he he plays in the more European style. Like hey, my body's there. I'm there. In that scenario, unless I mean I don't know if I'm mistaken, they couldn't have fallen to the sixth the sixth seed. The farthest the farthest they could have fallen was to the fifth seed, mm-hmm. which would keep them playing the Jazz. The only thing that would and they could have gotten chained if. If the Warriors, Warriors lost, but they won six just, straight to the end of the year, so yeah. that was not happening. Um, hot take, uh, Luka or not, Mavs in six. Like, I think Luka will come back, but I'm thinking, if he doesn't play game one, I still think it's Mavs in six. If he doesn't play yeah. the series, and this is more, it, it, it'll be Jazz in five. Yeah. But it's just Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs. Is oh, it's a, a different sight. It's a different guy. It's such a different sight to see. It's like, I mean, he did average like 25 points this year. Yeah. But, I mean, like, when it comes time to play off, like, you saw in the bubble. He'll it's drop like, 30. It's you just yeah, I, I would think off. half but, of these games he'll drop 30s. Yeah. It, um, but, yeah, I, I, I do think uh, I, I do think that uh, Mavericks do win, though. I think Mavs in seven. I'm actually going to change it. I think that Luka, for sure, yeah, if he's out, out for the first two games. I think they're going to play like how, what, I mean, now that we've made that, I think they're going to do exactly what the Warriors are going to do. I think it's likely Steph doesn't play game one. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, the Warriors still win game one, as they're, I mean, Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole have been proven to be... All right, we're back. back. I would say, I think that no one on this team can match up with Joker, but with that being said, he's not dropping a 50-piece. He's not dropping a 40-piece. The best he's going to do is 35, 10, and 10. Yeah. And to who? I mean, I, I just think that... I, do, I think with Steph, I'm calling it 4-1. All day. All day money. Like, mm-hmm. easy money. Without Steph, I'm a little more of, like, I could see I could see it going 2-2. Mm-hmm. And then having it head back to San Francisco and having the Warriors yeah. kind of start to... Um, yeah, it, Warriors are great. They're obviously great. Um, the only thing with kind of, like, like last couple month, or month and a half, usually, uh, this year was, like, just, like, the inconsistent like, not very consistent mm-hmm. on the final stretch. Mm-hmm. Like, like oh, yeah, 30-point games and then just really bad shooting night. For who? Sorry. Uh, like, just, like, like Jordan Poole and, like, Clay. Like, obviously, they like, big games and then just really low games. I like, like to jump in. That's absolutely not true about Jordan Poole, though. I mean, he's, he has 20 games. Oh, yeah, he's definitely above 20 points. I mean, he hasn't had an off game. I mean, his, his, his off game is 20 yeah. points shooting 40%. And um, even Clay. Clay dropped... A season high, and then two thirty pieces back there. Clay had hot and cold streaks. Pool yeah. has I mean, he's developed into like a. I mean, I would be yeah. scared from the rest of the West. It, it's it's very interesting, but um, I do think Warriors are going to win six. I think okay. um, it's just what I watch now. A lot of Jokic. <laughs> he's in their same uh, what is conference. It's weird on how he wins games. It's it's not like like thirty points, but it's just like the biggest thirty points. He's just. All around, like I watch a whole fourth quarter with six minutes left, one like one of the games like this year, he just completely took over. I was like, "What just happened?" Like they were down by like, twelve, like mm-hmm. like fifteen. I go, "How did that happen?" It's, um, it's me interesting how they guard Jokic if they how they double, double him. 
I mean, um, they have no one out. So yeah. That's my point. But if Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray are back and no Steph, I think I would yeah. sit here and tell you that I don't think the Warriors win that series. Because I remember last year with the Blazers, how they tried to beat that team was they they took they just literally just guarded everyone else super tightly and just say, all right, Jokic, you're going to go off, but no one else is going to go off. And it, yeah. Yeah, it just, it just didn't work out, though. It just did not work yeah, out. So, yeah, I guess my big takeaway, one, uh, the Warriors starting five, and what I mean by that is what the new starting five is, uh, James Wiseman is not on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pull me up on that. I want to see. Um, Steph, Clay, Jordan Poole, uh, Dre, and Andrew Wiggins have played zero minutes together this year. So when they're together, look, yeah, look at yeah. this. I mean, this dude is really great. This dude is Last young. Stretch, like, man. I mean, you got to remember, he's 22. He's in his second year. Yeah. And he is bawling out. I mean, 30s, 20s, 30s, 20s. But I think that when I mean, we saw Clay heat up the other day, I think Clay dropped 34 the other night. Mm-hmm. I guess I just think it's weird to say, but one of those three guys, Steph, Clay, and Jordan Poole, could have a complete off night. And they're still winning basketball games. Like, if Clay goes in and goes one for four to start the game, one for six, let's just even say, mm-hmm. you sub in Jordan Poole and all of a sudden we have something. And I, mean, it, it, I think it allows something that the Warriors have had very little of, which is mm-hmm. having the, the guards have depth. Where if Steph has to go to the bench for three minutes in the middle of the third, I don't care. If it's Jordan Poole and Clay and rotating in and out, and I, I guess I just think that they're more stacked than people would like to see. And the addition of... Jordan Poole, I mean, going from, I don't know what he averaged last year, but he should win most improved player, I mean, in my opinion. I think he went from about 12 to 18, mm-hmm. bumped all of his shooting percentages up, but very impressive. The dude is going to be a legit star. Like, now, I'm going to play hypothetical mm-hmm. GM mm-hmm. for you. Let's say Clay just does not have a good playoff series, like like the oh. like rest of the playoffs. Uh-huh. You're looking at that salary, uh-huh. and you look at this offseason, you go, what if I trade Clay? He's here forever. You sound like Colin, Ke- Colin Coward. Well, I, I, no, I, I, I yeah. understand the proposition. Yeah. He's here forever. I, mean, it, I understand. Yeah, he's just, not leaving. It would take him tearing an ACL again. Knock on wood, that will not happen. Yeah. It would take a severe injury, and that would be barring Clay getting traded. He, he won't go anywhere. I think, that, I think it's more likely we literally see them give him a supermax and pay the luxury tax. Yeah, it's just, it's just so, I feel like in the next two or three, even next year, it's just going to be very hard keeping that dude on the bench. He won't be. Why would he well, be on the bench? Well, what you're? How, how tall is Clay? He's six, Clay's six five. Six five. So it'll be Steph at point, yeah. Clay at shooting guard, Jordan Poole running a small three, Dre at four, Wiseman at five, and Wiggins is rotating like. I mean, it literally they have six starters yeah. when Wiseman's there, or or you take out Wiggins or you take out Wiseman and Wiggins is the four and Dre's the five. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I mean, that's what Steve Kerr said. They're they're starting with their entire team back is Steph one, Clay two, Poole three. Uh, Wiggins four, Dre five. Yeah. We're playing small ball twenty seventeen Warriors, no no center, which worries me against the Nuggets. Yeah. Like to me, yeah. But then you have Kevin Looney, who's, I mean, he played every game this season. I mean, he came back <laughs> off an injury, Looney. played every game this season. I mean, the dude is not a superstar, not a like he doesn't shine bright. But does he play good defense? Get a yeah. lot of rebounds, yeah. But um, yeah, we're both saying Warriors in five or six. I'm, I'm yeah. changing mine to five. Um, next game, Memphis versus. Uh, Timberwolves. Timberwolves did fall off um, a lot. Get your broom. The the last couple like last month, but I mean they were like fourth in the like like middle of the like, mm-hmm. majority of the year. I think uh, I think it might be like seven game series. I think it's gonna go to six or seven. I serious. They just with the whole 
defense. Cat's going to be interesting, but it's not like they just have Steven Adams. Uh, it, it's going to be very interesting. Just a lot of it's two very young teams. You think seven? I'm saying five. I'm going four one. I think that they win at a very low, like I don't even think there's a high there's a coin flip that they don't even make yeah. the game. But it, it's I don't know. I'm very excited for this. Usually, I'm not really excited for I'm excited for it because I think Joss going to average 35 with Pat Bevgar. Because it, it's two teams who haven't been in the playoffs. Yeah. And like it's going to be insane. Like, okay, let's see how you guys play mm-hmm. in these high stakes now. Um, it, it, I'm very just interested to see everything. And I love both of the young cores. Mm-hmm. Both the young cores. One's ex- a lot more dominant than the other. It, it's going right. to be very interesting how they play. But against. you still have I mean, you still have Memphis winning, correct? Yeah, yeah. I think I would okay. probably have Memphis. So... Let's just should we go to the East or do you want to make a conference champion? Uh, we nah, nah not yet. Um, let's go to the East. How about um, Heat versus I think we got uh, Cavs, right? Yeah, we both got. I, that's gonna be Heat prop. I think Heat and five. Uh, I don't know. They're Heat's a weird team. It's a weird team, and the Cavs are just, um, just play so tough. It's hard. <laughs> I, I do you think Cavs could get two off of them? I think they can get two. I think that yeah. the Heat, I think people underestimate this team. I mean, they're a one seed. I think people hate Jimmy Butler. I think people like to laugh at Kyle Lowry. I think yeah. people forget Bam Adebayo exists. I think people forget. Yeah. They're a team that, I mean, I think you could say Warriors, Suns, Celtics, Nets have all gotten more media attention. Mm-hmm. And they're the one seed. Yeah. I mean, they're the one seed. The only other team who should be getting more attention than them is the Suns. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, they're very good. Um, again, I think Cleveland mainly because of the rotations. I mean, playoff rotations get small. That's why I think that Warriors team is built for the playoffs. If you have six starters, it's kind of ideal. Yep. You're rotating one guy in and out. They kind of have a similar situation where they have... A, they, their rotation can get small enough where they're just literally rotating seven guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, Same as the Heat, though. They're, I mean, they're yeah. six-man rotation. I mean, gnarly. Yeah, I, I... Especially, I mean, playing a playoff game without LeBron in Cleveland, that's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. You already know that's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I do think... It's going to be Heat in, in six, for sure. Okay. I, I can agree with that. Yeah. I really can. And I, I could not agree with you more. That place is going to go nuts. I mean, yeah. the first time... I mean, Miami's we, seen... I mean, they actually haven't seen it because the last time they were there, they uh, didn't have fans. Yeah. So they, I would I would guess that they're, they're going to have a big attendance, but Cleveland will... I mean, it'll be... Ridiculous. It'll, I mean, they can do... It'll sell out. It'll be... If you want to go to a game, you live in Ohio, go to that. I mean, it's yeah. going to be amazing basketball. Yeah. So and we then, both agree with that. Um, next, um, 76ers versus Toronto. You go Toronto, because I have a take on this. This is interesting because I really, really also will also spin into another segment about Toronto. Yeah. So I love 76ers' whole supporting cast. For sure. It's just there's going to be night. It's going to be big, big spotlight on James Harden this entire playoff run. 100%. 100%. Um, it's just like, I don't know if it, it's going to be all up to James Harden, really. I don't like being that guy, but it's just like, man. Are you gonna show up <laughs> like like twenty fourteen, like like, well, like like twenty points, fourteen assists? There's like, someone today that said his his, uh, his shooting in the last five games sounded like a concert date. Four for ten, four for thirteen, four yeah. for eleven. Yeah, it, it, it really has like not he's been good. West Coast cities. Like, just, I mean, Joel Embiid, he's been a beast. Well, that, that, I guess that's my takeaway though. Is that like, Harden can struggle two games and Joel can drop thirty and ten. Yeah, it's he's not a problem. Beast, and then you got Tyrese Maxey and Halliburton. And yeah, all these um, guys. Um, I'm worried about Matisse Thybul with. Uh, 
we don't say the word, but with the new, with the laws and all sort of requirements, I'm gonna leave it at that. They uh, he can't travel. For oh yeah, games. so he's um ineligible to play those games, which is his scary. has to do directly with medical reasons. So I'm not the biggest fan of that. Leave mm-hmm. it at that, but um, big impact. People don't understand that he might he might not start at, after Harden was there. Uh, he's the best defensive player in the league. He he won't win defensive player of the year, but strictly defense. Like I'm not talking about steals. Like if you watch, he, he can guard your best player every mm-hmm. night. I mean against. All other 29 teams, he'll guard yeah. your best guy. So not having him is big. Uh, the thing I really wanted to bring up about Toronto, they finished the season with five guys. or five starters all averaging 15 a game. Yeah. That's absurd. It, like, That's absurd. Every other game, I was like, oh, it was either Siakam, Gary Trent, who I've loved. Yeah. I've always loved, loved him. I loved him in Portland. When, I loved he, him. Yeah. when we drafted him in the second round, I go, this dude's oh, good. Oh, yeah. This guy in the G League, he balled. I, I was happy to see him go to somewhere that he can be. Yeah, because no way we're going to pay in that much. No, but... Having five guys drop 15, you guys, you have to think about it the way. I'm not saying that all guys average 15.1. What I'm saying is one night Scotty Barnes drops a 20-piece. One night Pascal's dropping a 20-piece. I mean, it, it was quite honestly Van like Lee. that. Van Fleet. And they all across the board averaged out to 15 points mm-hmm. a game. The threat of that in the playoffs is you don't even need that. Mm-hmm. I mean, but if you have all guys average, you have three guys average 12 and three guys average 25, and there's your dub. Dude, like, yeah. it, it, it's scary, and their defense, yeah. it, I think the biggest leadership they need is definitely Siakam and Van Fleet, because these they've guys been there. They've, they've been in the situation. They have a ring on their finger for a reason. I mean, they, they beat this team in the playoffs yes. to go. Yes. Like, like this is huge rivalry. Um, is it crazy to say? I think, it, I think this could definitely go to seven. I'm, this, saying, this I'm get, saying sixers and seven. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, I, I think... Definitely think so, and I think that it's going to paint a narrative though on the 76ers. It will because because Toronto team, this team's so young, it's all up from here. Scotty Barnes, I know that they're I mean they're not they're not in our country. They're very close. It's no reason for them to be overlooked yeah. the way they are. I know the media attention's a lot less. They, I don't think I'm I don't think I'm being exaggerated. Say they don't play fun basketball, and that's not me like Just talking team. down on them. They play team and, basketball, and I feel like that's all these young teams right now. Yeah, the Cavs, the Cavs, even the West. You know, like uh, the Mavs, dude. They traded their starting center, who was on a supermax. Yeah. They, they just they're like let's just play team basketball. For being honest, yeah. So it, it's so smart. It's so smart. Yeah. Um, let's jump down to just keeping well, going. We still have a bunch of games. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, Lakers want Nick Nurse. That's all I wanted to talk. Like spins on that. It, like we're trying to target. Like, I cool. said it episode one. I'll say it again. It's a retirement home. The championships are up. The bubble is closed. Disneyland is closed for the summer. It, it's over. The run is over. Like you're not getting Nick Nurse. You're not getting any any of these teams. I've heard every one of these teams that made it to the playoffs. We want this guy. You're not getting a guy. No. This isn't college football. No, I don't. I mean, you don't pick a coach. I don't think Nick Nurse money. even would want to go there. Someone said they cannot talk to him. He would have yeah. to ask to get fired. He yeah. would have to ask to get fired before even speaking to yeah. them without board rules. Get traded. Like or get traded. Uh, like a coach. Yeah. The I mean, pits. It's, anyway, I don't even want to talk about it. They didn't make the playoffs. They won't make the playoffs next year. Yeah, it's, it's they're to me they're what they are. They're a twelve seed that does not deserve my attention. Like or an eleven seed. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. Like the they just can't. They can't just do that. It's not like well, we want this coach. We're going to target him. Like well, that's not it's, happening. It's, you I, see the young team he has. He's going to yeah. Like, I don't say it again, but I like my college. It's not college basketball. You can't call yeah. up anyone you want and offer to triple their salary, and they pack their bags and walk out the front door yeah. the next day. No. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's enough Laker talk. Um, 
<laughs> Buckers, Bucks versus, I don't know why I said that. Bucks uh, versus Bulls. That's going to be a sweep. That's that's all I four can one, four one. Chicago gets game uh, three at home. Yeah, and like Demar Derozan, like and, and Derozan like, here. Yeah, you brought. I like, I don't mean to skip over it, but the, the, I, uh, you'll see where my the, how far the Bucks go for me. I don't. It's not up for debate. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's worth even speaking on a whole lot more. No, rating. I think yeah. we already said that we both think Celtics Nets are going to go seven. Who's your official winner? As this is the last side uh, of round well, one. I, I think it's going to be Celtics six. I have Nets and seven. They're definitely dangerous. It's just such a coin. It's just, that's probably the series I'm very excited to see. Because there's so much star power. Oh, all so, ten guys on the court are all stars. It's like, I mean, it's, it's like, I mean, if you want to watch, I would say that game and um, and Sixers Raptors. Yeah. If you want to watch two series where I would say every time you turn on the TV, it'll a be competitive and b all ten. Almost guys going into overtime every game. every game. Like it's Every halftime serious. should be within about five points. Yeah. I would guess that, I think it's fair to say, uh, I don't know if either of those series will have like a 12-plus point win. Mm-hmm. I really don't. So uh, let's just move quick and pick some yeah. conference chances because we don't know if we're right. Yeah. I don't want to like go in full details on uh-huh. Warriors. And do you start from Suns top? Yeah, Suns, uh, Dallas, I think I got Suns. I, I have Suns, but it goes seven. I'm going to say that right now. Yeah. With Luka back, I think if, 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 and I'm going to say if just because if, he, if mm-hmm. this injury is more severe than we think, calf strains have direct ties with Achilles tears. I don't want to think about it, but it, the yeah. worry is you bring him back early and it becomes worse. If and when they make it, I think they really push him. I don't think it's because they're as good as them. I just think it's the, the matchups. They yeah. match up it, very well. And the supporting cast. I just I feel like Suns just have such a good supporting, like, good so, supporting cast around. I would say this Cam thing, Johnson. I, yeah. Like, Great guys. Michael I guess I just feel defensive player of the year. No, no, that was Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart. I was gonna say, uh, I guess I think with Tim Hardaway, with Burke. I mean, they have the Mavs. They might not be flashy names, but they're slowly but surely that starting five mm-hmm. is signed for a, a few years. I mean, Tim mm-hmm. Hardaway's got a big contract. I mean, they're signing the guys. I think my take right now is in the twenty twenty three playoffs, the Mavericks will be in the conference champ or the Mavs will be in the conference championship as a two seed. And I don't think that's very far fetched. Yeah. They'll have the second biggest salary coming out of the West, and they have a guy who I think is the most talented young guy in the league. Yeah. Um But as that being said, Suns and Seven. Yeah. And could then be six. What? Warriors versus um Grizzlies. I, I think that's just an experience. That's just experience level and that'll be Warriors and six. Yeah. It's just like there's just levels where guys have been there. It's just like, well, it's it shows. And coach, coach who's been there as well. It's just yeah. like... I mean, Kerr between playing and coaching, that'll be like his ninth time being there. Mm-hmm. Steph and KO, it'll be their fourth and fifth. Barney yeah. Andrews um, and I, 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 I'd probably say like Golden State in five, probably. Against the Suns? Uh, or against, against Memphis. Memphis. Okay, Memphis. so let's just stay on that side just so we can pick conference champ and then we'll pick yeah. a winner. Um, Suns what is your opinion on that? I'm really curious. I, I have been very big on the Suns team yeah. all year. I'm no, like, dude, it's just like, it's just so the same roster as last year, but they just are clicking so much more. You know, this is the highest win team since, I think, uh, 73-9, correct. Yeah. Uh, not talked about. Yeah, yeah. I know that they mean, no. don't get me wrong, they weren't close. It should I mean, it's not your, I think it places in like 14th of all time. Yeah. It's damn impressive. Yeah. I mean, outside of what the Warriors have done, we really have and, not seen a team do that. And games, like, Players gone, like Chris Paul missing the big games. three, like gone for like yeah. like a whole week. Like Cam Johnson is yep. really filling his own, like all the jump shot and all. He yeah. hits those. It, I mean, for real, like just 
Jay Crowder, who's just <laughs> the LeBron stopper. So that being said, I love campaign. Oh my god! Yeah, campaign and campaign. Big fan. The, the entire Lakers series, I think last year, all I said was, "We're not playing multiplayer. We're playing campaign." I love those <laughs> plays. Like, so that being said, what's your prediction? Uh, Warriors Suns. How many games? Who wins? I say, I say Suns in six. I say Warriors in six. Understand it. It just. I think it's I, a I great series. I don't think that's biased, and I, I am a Warriors fan. I've said that. Um, my justification is, like I said, their starting five hasn't played together. Their rotation with having Poole and Clay and Steph healthy is absurd at the guard position. I mean, more absurd than. But I just don't see a world where I think the world I see is where no matter who Chris Paul guards. He's getting 30-piece every night. I don't care if it's Steph. Steph will 35-piece you. Clay will 30-piece mm-hmm. you. And Jordan Poole is three inches taller than you will 30-piece you. I, just think, I think that's a big thing that sticks out for me. I think the Suns' advantage is Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton yeah. as the Warriors are play small ball. Mm-hmm. And if it works to that point, Dre isn't sitting on the bench for Kayvon Looney because it's, it, I mean, we've seen them win yeah. 73 games this, with Trayvon Green starting this, in center. The thing that stopped so, like, the Suns in the finals last year was because – Someone could guard DeAndre Ayton. That was Giannis. You literally saw the lob. Like, it was why. Yes. It's just like well, so. You, you I think. I think I go. Steph. I, I. I just think that the guard position they're so overpowered than the. I think that like when it comes down to getting a bucket and at the end mm-hmm. of the day like this is like it. Playoff basketball is so different than when you're playing. Yeah. When you're playing Milwaukee, who's resting all their starters, and then you're playing Brooklyn, who has. Bruce Brown at point guard that night. Like it, it's yeah. very different. I think that veteran experience comes in. I think that Clay is on his roll. I mean, he's up to his shooting percent. I think Jordan Poole isn't unguardable, but I think when you have two other guys that can shoot the clip at fifty percent and drop damn near thirty pieces on every playoff night. Yeah. And then you have Draymond Green, who whoever you want him to guard, he's gonna guard. And yeah. Wiggins too. I mean, Wiggins can match up against this all of the Suns threes and fours, and I don't think that's an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. So I think that is. I think Warriors and six. You say Suns and six. Mm-hmm. So let's go to the East real quick yeah, and East. run us through, and then we'll make a little finals prediction. Wrap this John up. Yeah. Um, it would be Heat and uh, Sixers, right? Heat Sixers. I think Sixers. I I, I think Sixers in five. I think it's going to be very dominant if because I think it's tougher battle them versus Toronto because it's just so evenly matched. I feel like they can I think be so big. Sixes and six. I think that Miami's good enough where when they have that, I feel they have fraud to them. We'll feel a little fraud. And the reason I'm saying six, I think that they split those two games to start it in Miami, mm-hmm. and then I think that you see the Sixers going to roll, and then I think that Miami snags a game five or six. Yeah. Um, um, Bucks, Bucks, and uh, you got Nets. I got Celtics. Oh, I say. I see Celtics. Seven. I, I think by that series, wow. I think Robert Williams will be back. Oh, he'll be back by then. So yeah. I, I, I think if that's they what win. they've said is that if they make it to that point, mm-hmm. he'll be back. Um, but I have a little crazy plot twist for you. I have Nets winning that s- the series before. I have them beating Milwaukee in seven. And then I also have them beating the Sixers. That's funny because I literally have Celtics at least beating them in, I think it's going to be seven. Because I think it's just me. I like it. Brutal battle, and, and I'm literally seeing see them uh, beating Sixers. I just see them beating Sixers. The only reason why I'm not throwing the Bucks in there all the way, one repeating is very hard. I mean, it's very, yeah. very, very hard. I mean, have you seen that proven in every sport for decades? Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to do. Two, I, I I don't think it's like a 
and understand that, like with, I mean, not to throw football in the equation, but football, uh, everyone always said with Lamar Jackson a year or two and people are going to figure this out. I think with Giannis, at least, there's, they're going to have zones and traps to be thrown at him that in the regular season aren't worth doing. And yeah. I think that when you have someone like Kay, like Kevin Durant, I call him Kay, uh, when you have someone like Kevin Durant who can match him for seven games straight, minute to minute, play for play, and I'm not saying clamp him up in any sense. I don't think Giannis can clamp up him. But these matchups are always so fun. Yeah. Even regular season. Yeah. They drop like 50 points. Oh, yeah. But I think that I don't think either one can guard each other. I think they are the two best players to match up with each other. So fun. I think that's fair to say. It's two the completely same, different. the same height. But they play completely different. <laughs> yeah. So it makes it so fun because it's two polar opposite play styles with the same height. With the same, like, body type. Yeah, I mean, I think Giannis was, like, 50 pounds more. Yeah. Giannis is a lot bigger, but yeah. I know exactly yeah, what you mean. Like, look like the, the arms, the jump. Yeah, so. It's crazy. With that being said, I'm going to go. This is a funny take. I'm going to go Warriors, Nets, and Warriors in five. I think it's very, very easy. I think it's. Uh, not easy. I don't want to say ever playing Kevin Durant is easy. I just I don't see them winning that series. I say, um, I I think it's gonna be Celtics and six versus the Suns. That be that series for NB for the NBA. And I've heard so many people, even you, Trey, say, oh, people want LeBron. I go, no one cares. They won, no. like, 30 games. Last year like, was so much fun. Like, Last year was so much fun. The, and I can agree. Who cares? Maybe the commissioner does. No one who watched a basketball game this year cares. Nobody. I mean, when you when people that were complaining about not having a Warriors, or a, I go, dude, I would rather watch Suns Warriors 10 times or Celtics Nets 10 times over than that. Yeah. I, but I do think for basketball, the most fun two series are... Warriors, Nets, or Suns, Celtics. I think yeah. are, it causes the most drama and tension. It causes the most talk. It's just it different, the, you know. And it's different. It's a young dominant. Yeah, young. You know, outside of KD, it's just like some different. guys are very young. Yeah, like like last year, it was so so fun. It was like we've never seen Giannis, we've never seen Devin Booker, Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Like, like it was just we never haven't seen, seen these guys in these the biggest moment of their entire lives, mm-hmm. and it was just so fun. It just didn't feel like a like almost like a regular season game. I have a fun thing. Pick a team in the bottom five in each conference you think could be in the championship game. Five, six, or s- five, six, seven, or eight, because neither one of us have a. Yeah. I have the Nets, who's a seven. So that, mm-hmm. I'm only I, I could say Net, yeah, Nets' biggest chance. I think um, Nets and Jazz, mainly because I think there, there could be a chance if Jamal's going off and Book has a few off nights that they could compete. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they will, I think I'm saying could. Yeah. Uh, Those are my only two. I'm just saying, just because I had. We my top three, I guess. A lot of favorites. Um, would be. Nets number one if it's power rankings. Mm-hmm. Two would be weirdly enough. Um, I was thinking them, but they're just too young for me. Too young for me. I would say Jazz and then Nuggets. All right. Well, that's weird. But yeah, that's nuggets, com- yeah. I mean, I was to say this is <laughs> this is playoffs. It gets crazy. Playoffs. We're gonna. We're gonna, we'll have to see how often we do episodes. It'll be hard because there's like tonight, like we're recording Thursday. It'll be hard tonight because yeah. there will be games. Um, get into a new groove, kind of transition yeah. from full football and interviews. And I hope everyone loved the Eric Berry interview. Yeah, we're trying to do more. We're trying to do more. Have some players on more consistently. But I mean, a real cool transition between football and basketball. And I think that's fair to say after kind of. I think we. We're not too clueless about basketball. It's kind of was my first love. Like yeah, yeah, literally. When both we, of our we both said first that. talked about. Like, well, I mean, I love football, but basketball was my first I, love. I, like, yeah, talked about it. I followed it every eighty. I played I it for twelve years. I watched like it, every Blazer eighty yeah. game. Like yep. So 
Yeah, hope you ever enjoyed this. We'll have we'll start trying to record twice a week. Yeah, playoffs. So see you next week. Later.